if you place your importance on this, which is like appreciation, appreciation love, you know, it's like that, that is, that is enough. There's enough of that in everybody's life right now if they just took the time to look. What's up, beautiful people? You are now tuned in to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast, the number one place for millennials to develop their mindset and begin to unlock their full potential. This is your weekly no-bullshit dose of positivity and action steps to take to change your life. Let's get it. episode five of the mindset of a hustler podcast and i'm so excited to have marissa morton today a good friend of mine who is a digital marketing specialist freelance writer and the founder of conscious growth communications hi everybody marissa thank you for taking the time to be here with me today thank you so much for having me so let's just jump in straight into Conscience Growth Communications. Yes. Correct. Yep. You can just tell us a little bit yep. about that. Yep. So, um, Conscious Growth Communications is my own personal digital marketing company through which I offer social media services, um, content marketing, and public relations to brands that want to grow their online audience in a way that is both ethical and socially conscious. I hope to expand it into just a community where do-gooder brands and creatives can kind of get together and share ideas of how to make um, the media a more inclusive space. When you said ethical, mm-hmm. and I know that's a big part yeah. of your company and why you started it, tell us a little bit more about that and what you're trying to accomplish with this. Yeah. Everybody knows that marketing and advertising executives have that like skeezy rep of being super like sleazy and deceitful and manipulative, and um, we're in a time where I mean people just really don't trust journalism in the mainstream media, and why would they? I mean, there's been so many deceitful tactics used to like manipulate consumers and so that's why I really hesitated to go into the corporate marketing field because I was like I can't be one of those people and so then this year with um, coronavirus and all of the protests and George Floyd I really saw a need for brands that wanted to be more socially conscious Mm -hmm. and ethical and respectful to their audience but they didn't quite know how to do it and so then I kind of just found um, a niche where my skills and experience and passion could kind of combine. You recently started this, right? Because yeah. you were working for bigger companies. Correct? Yeah. So all through college, um, I interned at full service agencies, PR boutiques, in-house departments, um, remote projects. So I did like the whole corporate field and I wanted mm-hmm. to be a PR exec. And then um, I really realized that I am not someone that is built for the nine to five world. Right. And so I kind of had to pivot. And then um, in my, I graduated a year early from college actually. Mm-hmm. And so I was lucky enough to take a gap year. Um, I had the financial sub- stability where I just wanted to take a year to like really get serious about figuring out what I wanted to do for the long term. I got to that point and realized and started doing freelance writing um, a mentor actually suggested it to me she was like just start doing freelancing just like hold you over until you figure out what you want to do and so I was doing that and then I really liked it I liked the freedom of being able to choose who I work with when I work what projects I work on um, and so then I was like I can actually make this my career like I can make a living out of this and so I um, incorporated my business came up with my name and on September Third, I registered as an LLC and launched my brand. 
That is so exciting. Yeah, it's literally only been 20 days. So the name, is there anything special about the name and why you chose it? Um, yeah, so actually when I was coming up with the idea for my business, I was down in Telluride visiting my boyfriend's family and I I was just in such a good place mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. and physically at the time. Um, that, and I was just feeling so creative and all these ideas were just coming to me. And so we were in the car on the ride home and I was like, I want to come up with like, I got out my notes because I just got some inspiration. I wrote down my mission, my brand values. And then I was like, I need a name. And so I was like, something that's really important to me is growth. So that was the first word that I thought of, um, whether that's personal growth, professional growth. I think Mm -hmm. that stagnation is always the enemy and like you have to be striving for change at all times. And so I knew that I wanted growth to be a part of it. And plus, growth is something that um, is a marketing term for growing your online audience. So I figured it worked both ways. And then um, I chose communications because it describes the industry that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's broad enough and adaptable that I can kind of change direction whenever I want to, which is important for me. And so then I had growth communications, but I needed an adjective at the beginning because it just didn't really feel complete. And so uh, I was thinking of things and finally conscious hit me, like conscious growth. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect because you have to be aware of how you are growing right. and like conscious of everything around you in order to grow your audience, yourself, your business, whatever. And so then that's how conscious growth communications was born. Okay, so when you're saying that you're writing all these ideas down, yeah. were you planning on starting a business no. or was it right there when that inspiration came and it was Literally like- right there. Like I did not, I did not, I never wanted to be a boss. Both my parents are entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. Um, they both own their own businesses. And so I saw them do that my whole life and they like hated it. <laughs> like they were just right. so miserable managing other people. They're still in like the corporate America field. Uh-huh. And so it's not like they're a single member LLC like me. Um, and so I, I saw that they were doing that and just hating their lives. And I was like, I never want to be a boss and I never want to be an entrepreneur. I never want to be in charge of that many people. And so I did not plan on starting a business at all. But yeah, I was sitting in the car and it just like hit me. And so it literally came out of nowhere. (laughs) That's nuts. Yeah. So you're writing all this down. Mm -hmm. What's the next step? Um, The next step was convincing myself that this wasn't the craziest thing that I could ever do. <laughs> like, I am a recently graduated, coll- well, ex-college student. Um, I'm in the middle of a global pandemic. Right. We're in the middle of going into a recession, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start my own business in a highly saturated field mm-hmm. and doing something that nobody really understands unless you're in the industry. Right. And so um, my biggest hurdle after that was saying, okay, you actually have to go for this. Like this is something that is igniting your soul and making you excited. And that's something you haven't felt for a really long time. So mm-hmm. like you have to go after it. And so then I just started laying the groundwork. Um, I created my business plan, my brand standards. I went over all those with some of my mentors. I got on the internet and figured out like, what do I need to do to make this legit? I registered it as an LLC, set up all my business bank accounts, um, set up my social media accounts, and it just kind of has been nonstop from there, there, yeah. (laughs) That is so exciting. So that time frame. What's that? In a day, couple day, a week? I would say a week. We got back from Telluride on August 26th. My business was registered by September 3rd. So to our listeners, you can start your own business in a week. A week. Like, just do it. (laughs) Say yes. Just say yes to yourself. Say yes to your dreams. Say yes to your goals. Because the only person that's going to say no is you. That's the biggest no that's going to stand in your way. Other no's are just going to redirect you. But if you say no, that just shuts you down. We're 20 days into your business. What has been probably one of the most challenging aspects? I'd say that 
the biggest challenge, one, was that self-doubt and just Mm -hmm. um, overcoming that and saying, it's okay if you don't have it all figured out right now, you're going to figure it out. And um, imposter syndrome is huge where you just feel like you're a fraud, you know, and like, I'm not qualified enough to do this yet. Like, why would anyone listen to me? It's getting over those little internal narratives in your head. And so that was massive once I kind of broke down that barrier and I was like, I'm, I'm doing this regardless of what anybody thinks. And um, that was a hard place to get to, but I think I'm finally there where I don't really care mm-hmm. about other people's opinions. Another hard thing has been the work-life balance because as an entrepreneur, I mean, like you can't, you don't turn off your business. I mean, your life is your business right. pretty much, especially in this startup phase. I was working like 20 hours a day at the beginning and sleeping like three hours a night just because I couldn't stop. Like I was so excited. I could <laughs> not stop. And so I was just going and going and going. And then finally it was starting to impact my relationships because I I was canceling on things with my friends and like wasn't paying as much attention to my boyfriend and like not going to my little brother's baseball games. And so finally I was like, you need to remember why you started doing this work in the first place. You started Mm -hmm. doing this work and you became an entrepreneur so that you could have the freedom to spend your time with your family and go to your brother's baseball games if on Saturdays or on a Friday afternoon. Um, so I had to really remind myself that I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this for wealth. I'm doing this to live the life that I want to live. And that includes bring myself up to spend time with friends and family. And so really that phrase, um, remember why you started, has been crucial to helping me nail that work-life balance. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I've always thought, you know, the money comes, yeah. right? When you're passionate about something, when you enjoy what you're doing, the money's going to come. Absolutely. And I've seen that with so many entrepreneurs or just people who are doing passion projects. Yeah. Um, when you see the core passion, that's, that's really when something yeah. special happens. Yeah. Another one of my mantras is uh, do it with heart and the rest will come. Because, I mean, if I really think that if you're giving it all to the universe and like giving your all to a project, I think that the universe is going to reward you and all of it's going to come if you Definitely. are following your path. Oh, yeah. So let's go back to the whole balancing life yeah. and work. What have you seen that helps you out with that? A million calendars. Like, I literally (laughs) have a million calendars. Um, I have my digital calendar on my phone. Mm -hmm. I've got, like, a physical big whiteboard calendar in my um, office. I've got a task management system that I use. Um, I've got a daily planner that I use. I use Google Calendar as well and so uh, to manage my meetings. And so I literally just have like millions of calendars to manage my life, which is necessary now. Uh, I mean, I guess right in, in my opinion, starting a business right now during the pandemic, you kind of have as much time and freedom to do it. It which is I don't amazing. Think people have really like thought about it. Yeah, I, that's the biggest thing that I'm grateful for is that I took advantage of, of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And in your guys' last episode, Malcolm was talking about how you have to shift your perspective on this year and really right. like take advantage or like see what is this year trying to teach me like what can it give me like you can look at it as some terrible thing that's happened but for me right off the bat I was like this is the coolest thing that's like ever happened to us I was like <laughs> yeah. this is going to revolutionize like the working industry because before we were so focused on productivity and having mm-hmm. our merit and our worth based in productivity and so now everyone had to slow down and think what am I without these right. nine to five hours that I think that it's just such a cool shift and I'm so glad that I was able to take the opportunity to use all this free time to do something that's actually going to help me and hopefully be with me for the rest of my life. Oh, that's awesome. I think people are now realizing that they can, you know, expand from just nine to five. Yeah. Which I mean, I've always been a fan of. Oh, you've always inspired me to like (laughs) just pave your own way and like do what you got to do, like regardless of like what other people think about what you're doing I mean, you've always had like 18 side hustles and you were all in on all of them and so wow, I saw thanks. you working on that and I was like I want that life I was like I want to do what she's doing and I'm going to figure out how to do it that's awesome wow 
Thanks, Will. You're welcome, Bob. <laughs> so what's kind of in the works, you know, in, let's say, three years? What do you expect from yourself? Yeah. And what do you expect of your company? Yeah. Um, like I said, I really hope that it can really become an online hub for do-gooder creatives and brands. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to develop that community. I don't really know what that's going to look like so far. I think it's going to be based out of my Instagram, but we'll kind of see how that grows. Um, I would like to offer some courses in ethical marketing, hopefully. And then um, I really want to write a book. Uh, I've always been a writer, like since I was a little kid, I was just always yeah. writing like short stories and and stuff like that. And so, um, actually, I haven't even told anybody this. I haven't even told my boyfriend this, or, like my mom or anything. But um, this is insight, okay? Um, I was laying in bed. It was like Tuesday night. It was like eleven o'clock at night, and I was doing like my nightly prayer. And I was just thinking, I was like, how in the world did I get here? Like, thank you so much for, like, putting me in this place. And I started looking back on, like, okay, how how did you actually, like, get here to this place where you're so fulfilled and content? And then I, like, saw this, like, really vivid image of, like, me giving a TED Talk or, like, my acknowledgement (laughs) speech and, like, telling everyone, okay, this is how I got here. I just want to say thank you to my mom. So, like, I saw that speech going on in my head, and I was like, I have to write this down. I was like, I have to write this all down right now. So I got out of bed, I went to my computer, and I just started writing. And, like, I didn't even know, like, what I was writing, but then as I kept going, mm-hmm. I realized, I was like, this is your first book. I think this is the outline to your first book. And um, so hopefully within three years, I will have that book finished and be a published author is How the goal. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Real quick, title of the book. Go. Okay. Um, yeah, five seconds. I've got, I've got my title. It is called, I Was Destined to Be an Entrepreneur. Finding your purpose, making mistakes, and saying fuck it to the system. Can I say fuck Love it on it. here? <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. That's awesome, Will. Yeah, thank you. I've just been I, such a creative time for me where, I mean, my brain is just going. And I know mm-hmm. that I'm probably going to have a slump where, like, I hit a block and, like, I'm going to deal with that and hopefully yeah. have this portion to, like, push me through that. So I really think it's all just peaks and valleys and going with the flow. No, it's amazing. Um, I recently uh, read an article and it was talking about how you know, you're not always going to be motivated, you're not always going to be inspired, but the best way to get re-inspired is to go out and inspire someone else. Yes, I love that. I absolutely love that because I get, I'm a, I'm a natural giver, and mm-hmm. so like whenever I give something, I always get it back tenfold. I've always said that, and so if I'm going out and helping people, maybe if I can't create great content, fine, but like if I can go tell somebody, like, I absolutely love your content, like, yeah. please keep doing this. Somehow the universe like takes that karmic energy and they're like, all right, now it's time for you to go make great right. content too. So I completely agree with that. So that, I guess that's my small little piece of advice for Absolutely. you when they do come to that halt, which yes. will happen because it's happened to me personally. Yeah. And I mean, you've been doing this for two years now, three years? Mindset of a hustler? Yeah. Yeah. I think close to three years now. I can't believe it's gone that fast. So I just can't even wait to see where I am in three years just because you guys have just blown up over oh, yeah. that time. What's crazy is, you know, you kind of have a vision, and it's, I mean, kind of what we thought what we were going to do has nothing to do with, oh my with what we're doing right now. No, it takes you in so many different mm-hmm. different directions, and I think that's another thing, is you have to be really adaptable and flexible and open to change. Yes. Like, if you are have your mind fixated on, like, this one thing, and this is how it's going to be, and this is how I'm going to do it, it's not going to work, because that's just not how the universe works. I mean, nothing goes according to plan. I mean, right. That's just life. And so you have to be ready to roll with the punches and like change your offerings based on what your audience needs or based on what you need at that time. Mm-hmm. So I hopefully will keep this opened mindset uh, throughout right. um, building this brand and just 
keep seeing how it evolves. I'm really excited. Perfect. How are you reaching out to create new clientele, especially yeah. if you're so new to this business? Yeah. So um, mostly through social right now. I'm a social media strategist, mm -hmm. so I figured that a great way to kind of showcase my work is like using my brand as a as like a case study and like showing okay. this is exactly how like I gained my following is at least how I'm envisioning it envisioning it mm -hmm. and so um it's really just been like reaching out to creatives and like it's a lot of work it's like just like doing comments and like dming people and just emailing people and like asking to work together and reaching out to other connections and just saying hey do you know anybody that would be interested in this and it's really just not being afraid to be annoying to be completely honest like yeah. you have to like be kind of annoying and it's going to feel, yeah, you have to put yourself out there and just be open to um, creating those relationships. And I like how you said it's a lot of work. I yeah. think a lot of people think entrepreneurship and they think, oh, they're living their life. They get, you know, all this free time. But really, there's a lot of time that goes into oh it. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and it's the groundwork. Like, I know that right now I'm laying the groundwork so that I can live that life, hopefully in the future, where I can travel wherever I want and, like, have a free schedule and take off mm -hmm. a month if I don't feel like working that month. So I'm laying the groundwork right now, and that means working, like, pretty much 24-7 on this brand, doing it in a way that's also healthy for me and honoring my relationships in my life. But it is, it, it's a lot of work right now. I know that it's going to transform into something sustainable that like I can carry on for the rest of my career. Marissa, you said you graduated three years in college, so you're yeah. early. And what was your degree in again? Um, journalism and media communications. So there's always like this misconception going around that you don't always have to go to college to be an entrepreneur. And there's always here, you know, both sides. Um, I really appreciated the time that I was in college. Mm -hmm. So what you learned in college got you to where you're at right now or if you kind of were better off self-learning? I would say both. So I was very, um, I am very blessed and very privileged that I was able to go to a university that had amazing professors and mm -hmm. um, the media program uh, had a bunch of ex-industry professionals that would come and teach that year. And so, I mean, just the insights that you get from those people are invaluable just because I mean you're right. never going to get that opportunity mm -hmm. to like network with the VP of a giant PR agency you know and so um, the fact that I got those opportunities was amazing I made some great connections with professors that have helped me um, with networking and getting jobs to these days so I would say that um, going to college and getting my education did help me in that sense but in another sense I think that most of my learning was done outside of the classroom because mm -hmm. marketing is so hands-on it's hard to simulate something like that in a classroom like you really have to get out there and just do it and right. it's really trial and error and just figuring out what works and so um, most of my experience comes from my internships I did four internships mm -hmm. throughout school which helped a lot I highly recommend four? them I did four yeah Jesus. I did one yeah they're so important just for making those connections and getting that right. experience and I did it in like four completely different fields mm -hmm. and so that helped teach me exactly what I didn't want to do pretty much and so that was great for me and then also just completely apart from education and experience it was really putting in the work for myself to get to the point where I could heal my wounds and work on my self-esteem and work on my confidence to get to a point where I could be comfortable enough to be an entrepreneur right. and I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't put in that work on myself so I think it's really just a combination of so many different factors I think that sometimes the school route is made for people sometimes it's not I think that however you get to that point 
that's how you were supposed to get to that point. Right. And I almost think marketing is one of those degrees where it's only going to matter for like three to five years. Exactly. Because it's so, it's so like timely, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, the industry changes so much. There's going to be new social platforms within the next five years. There's new social platforms that we've already have in the last five years. And so it really is just, it's, you're constantly learning. You never, ever, ever stop learning if you're an entrepreneur. It's a lifelong journey. And I love learning, so that's perfect I for me. I think that's just in life. Right? I'd I hope you that's you should so. always be learning. Yes. Because, I mean, if you're not learning, you're not changing, you're not growing. Exactly. So what are you doing? I think my final question that I've been asking everyone mm-hmm. is, what does being a hustler mean to you? I would say that being a hustler means going after the things that you are passionate about and diving in headfirst for it. I think that the hustle and the grind has had like it's kind of gotten a bad reputation in the past couple years just because people are like sick of being told like you have to like constantly be like working and hustling to like be valuable and I don't think that that's accurate anymore I think people Mm -hmm. are tired of that but I think that we can reclaim the word hustler and use it to be somebody that actually respects themselves and loves themselves and gets their value from their passions and their hobbies and turns that into a career and I think that's the hustle I think that's the most beautiful hustle there is no I love it I love that response (laughs) thanks Marissa how can people get connected with you if they want your expertise on digital marketing how can they contact you so you can find me on my website www.consciousgrowthcommunications.com and you can also find me on social media on Instagram Facebook LinkedIn and Pinterest at consciousgrowth.co and um, my email is on my website and um, my social media. So I love making new connections. So reach out to me if you want to work together. Yes, reach out to Marissa. Don't forget to sign up for our daily motivational text messages that we send out every day at 7 a.m. You could go to mindsettext.com to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Uh, leave us some feedback, share it to a friend that you think might be, might benefit from this. Um, and Marissa, if you don't have anything else for uh, our audience, mm-hmm. I think we're uh, going to disconnect. Sweet. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yep. We're out. On the table got me claustrophobic. They ain't play with no paper, so they had to fold it. Busted down 45 is what the mustard quoted. Know the DA tripping on me when it counts to frozen. Going walk in the passage, y'all make it happen. One, two, bust down, cause you know I'm packing. Three, four fingers up when I go to dapper. Running up another check, I'm finna double lapping. When we run around flossing, how much shit it crown when he's sliding down flossing? All swipes clean and supreme look saucy. Look at me, I'm dripping like I got it out the faucet. Shots point blank from the shark tank, rolling up dang. Pulling up drink, rolling up dink, pulling up drink, shots point blank, getting, getting bang. Squad rolling up to the club, they hating, they sizing us up. Daddies bring out all the bottles, now they showing love. Only show out in the nighttime, like look at the stars, they want a taste of that highlight. So we take them to Mars Hold up, wait, yo, it's mad Hopping on the beat and with this verse and I'm a spaz Hold that drink, now we lit Flying down Santa Fe, about to hit the strip Yeah, roll this dang, 
always smoking. Laughing with my niggas, cause this shit is extra potent. Yeah, get this bang, always grinding. Shouts to Manny Fresh, now a nigga big time. And what we doing? Taking over every city that we come through. I'm sorry that your woman wanna kick it like it's kung fu. Fondue, dripping like an overflowing cup doing. If you know the motto, we don't fuck with the one two. Sliding in the A4, throwing up that A1. Coming for the 303, they asking where I came from. Doesn't even matter, cause I know where I'm going. Energizer bunny on the beat, I never stop flowing mag. She go far from me, slipping on the new drip. It's a party every time the crew lit. Fuck around with them and don't go push it. Gonna get to them, you gotta go through me. Stand in front, the kid is not the spot to be. I try to stay low key. I grew up in MOB. I swear it's RIP before they spy at me. But we just tryna do a big, turning up the party. Left the dude hanging on, she ain't even sorry. Baby wanna be my sugar mama, no my nine. She smiled at me with the keys to his Rob. Damn, bitch, that's some player shit. I'm good around my city on some mayor shit. And all these suckers still up on that hating shit. We gon' light this bitch up like the Vegas strip. Squad running up to the club. They hating, they sizing us up. Baddies bring out all the bottles. Now they showing love. Only show out in the nighttime. Like, look at the stars. They want a taste of that high life. So we take them to Mars. 